always helps normalize the conversation. With me today is a 21-year-old award-winning filmmaker, journalism graduate, photographer, poet, traveler, storyteller, and on his website it says a million things to be. I have Manan Kathuria with me this morning on the show. How are you, man? I'm good, man. I'm good. How are you? Very good. It's good to speak with you. It's good to see you. Where are you right now as you speak to me this morning? I am sitting in my studio, Gurgaon. Guru Fantastic. Okay, cool. You've you've had so many different different things happen to you over the course of some time, but you picked up a Golden Youth for Child's Rights Award 2018 for your film. You also bagged two international selections at the Liftoff Network 2019. Two films out, three have been sent to international film festivals. How does it feel to be a 21 year old and so over accomplished? Like it feels amazing because you know I have always dreamt of doing things as of a certain because I really want to do thing whenever I think about something I really want to do that as soon as possible. So filmmaking also encountered into my life and then I thought that you know I'm going to make films I I'm, I'm not going to wait for people actually being there on sets I I just go bring my own camera shoot and learn to edit and do stuff on my own so that's how it started with soon and basically you know once you decided to kind of go down this path to engage yourself in say or wrap yourself in the world of filmmaking did you ever face like this thing where your parents were like listen manan how about you just finish this engineering degree and then we'll kind of see did that happen to you at all no 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 my parents are my support system and they supported me from the very first step actually this happened that when i was in class 10 I was very fascinated and obsessed with cameras. Okay, so one of my friend had a camera, and I really wanted that machine, and I wanted to learn, you know, how to click a photo and stuff like that. So I just said to my mom that I really need a camera. Like parents' question, you know, you gotta you gotta bring a 90 plus result, then only I'm gonna get you a camera, and that was the story. <laughs> But no. but she was so supportive that she bought the camera on the last day of the examination itself. So Without checking your marks card, oh? Huh? Yeah. Yes. Dude, so tell me, tell me honestly, how much did you get in that exam? Let's see. Uh, okay, so the CGP was nine point six. That's not bad. That's not bad. Out of ten. Oh yeah, of course, of course. But wow, that's not bad at all. Now taking this path, I believe you picked up some awards. So I want to talk about that. How the accolades and the awards have kind of come. And I would love it if you told us about your format of storytelling as well. But we'll do that on the other side. This little part of the show. is meant to be stories of ordinary people doing extraordinary things. Manan Kathuria is with me. He's going to be with me all through this hour. We're going to continue our conversation on the other side. Come back with us in just a bit. Music, great conversation and a whole lot of K. Welcome to Bangalore's personal ray of sunshine. You're locked into Good Morning Bangalore with K. 94.3 Radio 1 
One World, your station. Okay, good morning. 21-year-old Manan Kaduria is with me. He's an award-winning filmmaker. He's a journalism graduate, photographer, poet, traveler, storyteller. Picked up a decent number of awards for his films at the age of 21. And if parents, you're listening to this, I think this is enough inspiration for you to kind of let your kids go and be their creative best. K Spotlight. This is Good Morning Bangalore with K. That's really why we tell these stories. Ordinary people doing extraordinary things. That's where K Spotlight kind of comes in. Manan, good to meet you. Good to speak with you. At 21 years old, how in the hell do you have a studio of your own, man? <laughs> Then also my parents were very kind to give me a studio of my own. But then they just said that they just gave me the walls and I had to fill the walls by my own self. Right. So that right. was the beat. We were talking about, you know, your films and your your body of work. Take me through that. Where did it kind of start from? Where are we right now? Okay, so it started back when I was 15 years old. I got a camera and I used to click photographs for my school. So the journey began began through photography, and I clicked around 50,000 to 80,000 shots in my school life. That actually gave me a perspective and the frame that I really want. And that's how I decided to make films. After that, and you know, I just know about how to frame a shot. So let me just try what is filmmaking and things like that. Then uh, after 12th college happened, the race in the co- college life is so so high, and you know everybody is running on making films. Being in a communication institute, you can imagine, you know, everybody is like, I really want to do a podcast, or I really want to make a film, or do a radio show, or everything. Yeah. So I also wanted to make a film, and that's. So this opportunity kicked in when uh, my college said that you know we have a festival coming and we really want you to make a film. So Chiraiya Chai Asma and got inspired from that and the story was of a girl child labor who used to live next to my house in a jungle. And you know how I used to see life at that moment was that whenever I step out of my home and whenever they used to step out of their homes. Even if they're having a roof, like I have a roof on my home and they have a roof on their jukey, when they step out, the roof is the sky, and it's the same for everybody, right? So that's right. that. Just wanted me to actually make something related to that, and the story was inspired by her. It was shot in my studio, just in a single room, and yeah. So the the idea behind that was that. At that particular time, a child helpline lum- number was launched. That was Das Na Art One Zero Nine Eight, and we actually captured that into the film. So that bagged us the award. That's what helped you guys bag the award. Is that what you said? Yeah, yeah. Because you know when uh, you actually need to put something out there that will educate people in the end. Because storytelling, if they if it becomes infotainment, then it becomes great for me. Uh, what a journey! And and what was your reaction when you realized that hey, I'm getting this award? What was that reaction from you personally? I don't know. It was my first film festival, and I got the award from that. I was like, this is the hype that I'm gonna you know cherish for the rest of my life, and I'm gonna make films now. The the the, the, the filmmaking journey has just begun. So that was the actual reaction. Well, I think such a cool thing. This is the Golden Youth for Child Rights Award in 2018. We're in 2021 now, and what I think is really cool is that you know you've decided to experiment, and then you focused and said that this is what I want to do, and this is my style. I want to figure out that creative process from your side, right? And how a lot of more people out there can probably relate to that, especially in the time of a pandemic, where say you're confined to your four walls. 
will a camera help you really get that creative bug out i want that story from you we'll do that on the other side manan kathuria is with me he is a 21 year old award winning filmmaker and i'm so thrilled to have him on the show this morning come back for more case spotlight in just a bit there are people who complain about blues and there are people who listen to good morning bangalore with k let's go 94.3 Radio 1 One World Your Station Thanks for being here. It's Radio 1. Manan Kathuria is with me like I've been saying. He's a 21-year-old award-winning filmmaker. He's got a very very cool film out uh, which we'll talk about in just a bit. K Spotlight. This is Good Morning Bangalore with K. mode of getting into storing storytelling and that to on a visual medium what's been that creative process for you number one how has that evolved over the years how does someone say for example who's in a similar space where they think they might be interested in film just like when you were at 15 years old uh, you know mom gives you a camera you go around clicking pictures and like you said how many ever like thousands of pictures that you clicked then you said that ha huh, this is what i want to zero in on this is the story i want to tell talk me through that how does someone really evolve and build their means or their vision towards storytelling okay so i really want to start off by saying storytelling is not expensive and uh, yeah everybody can tell stories and the creative process started when i started traveling so you don't i really need up, like the most expensive camera i think that's what you're trying to say you can even do it on your smartphone right yeah i used to travel a lot I used to go from Gurugram to Noida daily. So the metro life actually helped me. I used to see and observe around 100 200 people daily how they behave, how how they actually walk, what are they speaking about, what are the stories they're telling, how are they conversing with each other. So that actually helped me take the characters from and uh, this is the tip and this is the trick that I use. So you know, I just take I just observe a lot of people and that actually gives me an idea to incorporate things. and i actually spent a childhood in a mohalla type of a setting so that actually you know brings me closer to the realities of life and now that i've right. shifted to a metropolitan city it is a roller coaster ride when you mix both of the elements something is turning out good for me and that is actually helpful. what i think is really cool and i believe you kind of did this in in a in a you know uh, when you were speaking you know to certain media before you talked about how the art of storytelling which actually exhibits what's actually there the real location becomes your set right the people on whom the documentary is about really becomes your cast and everything else is natural documentary storytelling is very 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 different from say for example something like a fiction where you script it and things like that have you ever been at a point whereby you're like dude i don't think this is working out and i think i should give up Did you ever face that? No, actually I started experimenting with different things when I think about this. So I used I started off by making fictional films, short fiction films and then I went to documentary. Huh. And then I thought that you know this is going to work for me. So documentary filmmaking did not require a lot of people on set. I just used to take my camera and uh, one or two people were around and uh, you just take a mic, a camera and whatever you want to set. So that actually makes it easier. That's how I did two of the documentaries. One was Digital Mangard and second was Hearing the Fingers. So Hearing the Fingers was done in 2020. It was on a deaf and mute artist and I found him in a cafe in Delhi, Amitwardhan. Very cool. I, I Yeah, so I actually, you know, approached him. I really want to make a story. I really want to tell the, your story to the world. And that's how it happened. His family agreed and everybody so we shot our film around 30 minutes. and then digital mangar happened mangar is a village uh, 
near the Ravlis, near Faridabad. And I went there for a cleanup. We went there for a cleanup drive to clean the Ravlis. And I met this right. guy, Sunil Masana. And he actually told me the story of Mangad. So the Mangad was developed, like technology reached out Mangad in the last decade. And the village is 700 years old. So that was <laughs> wow. the story I wanted to tell. So cool. So okay. <laughs> and you just kind of stumbled upon this. Like, you know, it happens in the most unconventional ways. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, because stories are coming to me. I'm not going and finding out stories. Yeah. Friends of mine, you know, wanted to prove this whole um, aspect of, hey, you have to, you know, you need a, a fancy camera to tell stories and things like that. They want to prove that wrong. And they made this Netflix documentary called The Creative Indians, which, which I think is so... Like the, today's day and age, sky is the limit. Anything is possible, right? These stories are coming to you. You're not even going out and kind of searching for them. Looking forward to partying on the weekend is so yesterday when you have a party on the airwaves every morning. Every morning. You're with Kay. Uh. One World, your station. Spotlight. This is Good Morning Bangalore with K. I would love for you to kind of tell us, particularly with regards to the jury that you're going to be on for a very, very cool little thing that's coming up. Um, have you ever been part of a jury before in the past? Uh, not for filmmaking, but for photography. For photography. Okay, cool. So this is the first time you're ever doing like film jury. Uh, duty almost yeah. so talk me through that tell everybody what, what's going on and, and and how this kind of came into your lap okay so a real youth film festival from canada approached me to do the jury of the film festival i am doing it for the second time this year first i did in 2020 amidst the pandemic and that was the thing that i was doing when coronavirus and everything hit and now also but what i feel is that there are filmmakers in the world uh, from my age also and you know from uh, 18 to 21 who are working on amazing things and it actually sometimes backtracks me because when I see a story and I'm like wow what kind of filmmaking is actually happening in today's time so it actually opens up my horizon to filmmaking and how I used to see how I used to see films before and the jury process is uh, very fun to do because you have like 60 short films from around the world that you've got to judge yeah, from Japan. Of, of course. Canada. Yeah, and that that feels amazing that you know you're sitting in India but you're actually seeing a lot of stories from the world. And tell me something, I, I kind of want to end this on a super positive note. There are a lot of people out there who might be younger than you or not, right? But they really want to do storytelling from this perspective. What would be your two cents to them? What would be your little piece of advice to them uh, on how they can kind of tackle this entire thing? Um, there's the doubt that creeps in. There's the insecurity that creeps in. How do you deal with it and what's your advice to them? Okay, so you know, everything uh, in life doesn't come easy that I really want to say first and then uh, to make it easier just let yourself free if you are stepping into filmmaking just think that it is a process you're not going to be the best yeah. in your first film you're not going to be the worst in your first film but you'll obviously learn from your first film right and then just don't stop just start making films because if you have somebody a neighbor near, living next to you you can tell his or her story as well 
So stories are around you. You you should not just go out. You know, you spend your money traveling to a different place to actually know about the place. If the story is around you, just go and shoot the film. Yeah, well, you said. never know the stories worth telling. Well yeah. said. Last but definitely not the least, um, what I also want to kind of leave everyone with is the fact that you, of course, are are here right now. You started. you know all the way back when you were 15 that was about what 6 years ago what's the dream where does manan want to reach one day and can we kind of predict that future on this little edition of the show where does manan want to reach i mean that, that is crazy but uh, i really want to you know reach to the famous film festivals and actually so like Cannes and, and everything yeah Cannes yeah, Academy and everything because that's a dream i really want to be in front of the in front of the paparazzi clicking me on a red carpet that's the dream <laughs> But yeah, on the other side, I really want to make stories worth telling and worth seeing. So that is that is on the other side. But when I see the fancy side of filmmaking, I really want to be on the red carpet. That's for sure. These <laughs> simple pleasures in life, right? The things that you just kind of dream of, and then once it happens, you're like, eh, that, it was all right. We're gonna move on with our storytelling now. <laughs> but, but actually, this podcast is giving me a motivational kick to do that because I'm ah, already. <laughs> we're calling it. We're calling it on this show. We're calling it right now, and which means that if Manan makes it to the red carpet, I'm going to play out this bit of conversation. Oh, oh my God! Come on, Manan. I want to wish you all the very best, man. It's been very cool to get to know your story. I'll be honest in saying we've barely, barely, barely scratched the surface. But I hope that this little conversation from your side. is a little bit of a motivation to a lot of younger folk out there to a lot of people who are maybe older as well but who have not yet found their calling and might be inclining towards film i wish you all the very best i hope you walk down that red carpet i hope you come back with those awards but more than anything else what i really wish is that you continue to tell beautiful stories because anyone can write a good story but it takes i think a lot of guts to tell them on behalf of someone else and tell them effectively It's easy to write your own story, but it's even more difficult to tell someone else's. And I think that's exactly what you're doing. Thank you, Manan. This has been really, really fun. Thank you so much. Yeah, I feel honored to be here, to be a part of it. Thank you so much. Ladies and gentlemen, get to know him off air too. Have you followed him on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter yet? At Off Air with K. Slide into his DMs now. Ninety-four point three, Radio One. One World, your station.